Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, a podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed. And I am John Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast. Hey, John, Ryan. one day you'll be able to do that without laughing. I know. It's, it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We, hey, we have uh, just a few things we need to take care of before we get started. Okay. So I should have uh, I should have released the rap CD a lot earlier. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that was really popular. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, have you been checking your SoundCloud account to see how no, many listens? <laughs> I hope you're not spreading that around. Uh, I'm not. But the other thing is, is we need to th- say thank you to uh, the guy that gave us a four star rating on. Uh, we got a four star on iTunes. Finally, like seriously though, um, it's good to temper expectations. It keeps That's us all humble. I'm saying. That's right. Um, and you know, I thought about giving myself a one star, but you know, my, my self esteem is too caught up in this, so I, I can't. Speaking of ratings, we did get a new one. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I want to read this out. Uh, it says, "Wonderful podcast." John Martin and Ryan Reed are modern day Batman and Robin, dibs on Batman, <laughs> fighting evil one podcast at a time. Yeah. So, yep. 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 I think I know so who did much. that. Um, so we uh, we <clears throat> we are excited about today's episode. We have a special guest with us. Uh, yeah. In studio. <laughs> In studio and air quotes, uh, we have my mother-in-law, Tammy Worsham, here. Welcome, yes, Miss well. Tammy. Well, I am so glad to be with you guys. I'm a regular listener to the Imperfect Church podcast, and so it is very nice to be here and to put a face with the voice. Of course, <laughs> yeah. I know your face, Ryan. Very <laughs> yeah, right. John's. So but, there's yeah. that one listener. That's it. That's it. I knew we had one. <laughs> we found her, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's that right. That's great. Uh, yeah, so Miss Tammy, we're glad to have you here, and uh, the reason why Miss Tammy is with us uh, is because John and I have been discussing in the past uh, starting a new series, so we have a few. We have um, Plain Theology for Practical People, mm-hmm. Practical Theology for Plain People. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our um, theologians, theologians you should know, yeah. and then we wanted to start a new one uh, called Heroes of the Imperfect Church. Right, right. And so we live in a celebrity culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we have celebrity pastors, and there's, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with being a pastor that's well-known. Uh, we have several that men are faithful that are well-known, but I'm convinced that heaven will be filled with saints that you don't know their name, right? But who served right. faithfully? Yeah, and I think you know if we just look at that statistic of of Southern Baptist in particular That's churches right. and the size of Southern Baptist churches, most of them are going to be less than two hundred. Correct. The celebrity pastors that are out there are not pastoring churches less than two hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got all these guys out there that have faithfully served for years and years and mm-hmm. years, and their spouses and. And those are people that maybe we won't see on the platform at the Southern Baptist Convention, right. mm-hmm. but they really are the true hero of the churches. Yeah, that's right, right. And so I, I did. I, I mentioned John. I, I thought about having Miss Tammy on because um, I've been in the family now for uh, a few years, five, six mm-hmm. years or so. <laughs> and so I've been able to uh, to observe her and her life and her faithfulness. Uh, Miss Tammy, you're married to uh, a pastor, Brother Mark. Yes. How how long did he pastor? He recently retired this summer, but yes, he recently retired and he pastored for Olands. Let's see, we have been married, but we be we will be married 38 years this May, and um, he's been a pastor all of that time, preaching since he was 16 years old. Wow. Um, but uh, pastoring for 38 years and just yeah. recently uh, retired, and, and he has had to retire. Um, uh, due to um, a cancer diagnosis that he received just recently, and and uh, um, so we're in a different season, which is um, we're still wading through that mm-hmm. and trying to find our place. Um, but God has been faithful mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning, and 
I don't expect him to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh, you, you've been married uh, for, to Brother Mark for 30 years now. and, uh, and 38. You, 38 years, almost 40 years now. <laughs> God bless you. Um, and you've raised uh, four daughters. I did. Um, and one of them I married. Yes. So, uh, and all and the three that are married are married to Baptist ministers. That is correct. Uh, so I, one thing about Miss Tammy that I know um, is that uh, she is a prayer warrior. Um, and so I have a story to tell on her. All yeah. right, go for it. So when I came into the family and uh, and it became known that Jordan and I uh, were going to be married uh, and uh, we prayed through that experience, uh, I had intended to take uh, my new wife to a seminary somewhere on campus and I was leaning toward Louisville at Southern Seminary. And so my wonderful uh, mother-in-law, soon to be mother-in-law, uh, met with me one time and she said, here's the deal. She said, uh, if the Lord wants you in Louisville, then I want you in Louisville. But I am praying you get a church in Mississippi that calls you as pastor. And I said, well, joke's on you. My resume's not out. Keep on praying. We're going to Louisville. And yeah. so uh, just a few uh, weeks later, a church in Mississippi called me as pastor mm-hmm. and we've been here since. So Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Uh, so do you gr- regret that decision? That is, <laughs> not a bit. No. We have two grandbabies now. <laughs> no, right? not a bit. He has two. He has two of my grandchildren. Yeah, so right. no, not mm-hmm. one little bit. Yeah. Well, Miss Tammy, just go ahead. Uh, you, you've told us a little bit about um, uh, you and Brother Mark, but go ahead and just share your testimony with us. Oh man. Well, Ryan, I was. Um, I am the oldest of seven children and um, raised in uh, on across the bridge from Memphis in in West Memphis, Arkansas, and and. Um, um, uh, I was raised in, um, I had very loving parents, um, and, uh, was raised in going to church. Um, my mom and de- my mom, uh, she was the one that saw to it mm-hmm. that we would, um, that we would be in church. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, people ask me, were you raised in a Christian home? Um, you know, not in the sense of, um, what most people think of Christian homes. I mean, I, I did not, I never heard my parents pray. Mm-hmm. I never, mm-hmm. and, and I, I don't fault them for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really don't. Um, my mom was, the, was the one that made sure that we went to church and she took us to church. Mm-hmm. And I can remember her attempting to have family, a, a family devotion a couple of times. And with yeah. seven children, it just didn't, <laughs> you know, it just didn't go well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she encouraged us to do things like recite the, you know, learn the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, but anyway, um, I was heavily influenced by a Sunday school teacher in, in high school. Mm-hmm. I had a Sunday school teacher who went to Blue Mountain College. Yeah, that's a good of place. Course. Yes, it is. <laughs> I had a Sunday school teacher and uh, she went there and she took me to a high school event at Blue Mountain mountain mm. and at that time it was a women's college yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was uh, until ryan finished there That's we right. go yeah <laughs> uh and uh when i went i i went just because i loved her because she was precious to me and she modeled and her husband modeled jesus mm. for me and her name is mary it's mary and eddie dunlap if they ever hear this <laughs> I, they know how much i I'm love sure them. they're listening <laughs> yeah but um they um 
she anyway, she 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 took me to Blue Man, and I went just because I loved her because I mm-hmm. had no desire whatsoever to go to a woman's college, mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. whatsoever. <laughs> and um, so anyway, she went. But as the Lord, you know, had it, um, I fell in love with mm-hmm. that school. Yeah. Um, it was small, a family like, mm-hmm. and uh, I was loved on, and mm-hmm. it just it drew me, it drew me in, and so I ended up going to Blue Mountain College, and my husband and I were both freshmen mm-hmm. uh, there, and. Uh, Mark had English comp with me, and he was the only guy in the class. <laughs> and guess who he sat next to? Mm-hmm. He sat next to me. And uh, I was not interested at all in dating, Not none, none. And especially the only men who went there were men studying for the ministry. Mm-hmm. So every guy that was there was going to be a preacher. Right. And I knew I had already decided I'm not preacher's wife material, so <laughs> this is a no-brainer. You yeah. know, I'm going to sail through college you know, and, uh, and I'll have to worry about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was not his, um, idea. And yeah. so he began the hot pursuit mm-hmm. yep. and I, I fought him off for about a year mm-hmm. and he continued and, uh, and the rest, as they say, is history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went, uh, one summer as a summer missionary to Canada. I met the Lord Jesus. Uh, I met the Lord Jesus my freshman year at Blue Mountain. Mm-hmm. I was one of those raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, I very definitely feel like, um, uh, as a child, um, uh, I was I was convicted of my sin, mm-hmm. and I can remember feeling that um, I knew I was a sinner. Right. Uh, and I, but I never made the step of placing my personal my faith in yeah. the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus. And I was confronted with that my freshman year at Blue Mountain through BSU, mm-hmm. and and uh, I came to know the Lord at that time. In fact, it was my husband who mm-hmm. walked me through that. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, um, I had promised my dad that I would not get married until after I graduated from college. Yeah, those promises never lie. I know, they didn't. <laughs> Our daughter was supposed to do the same thing, but we yeah. see where that got us. But anyway, um, and so we graduated May of 1981. We graduated on May th- May uh, 3rd, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and on May 9th, we got married mm-hmm. and went to the mission field with the home mission, with the North American Mission Board wow. at that time. Yeah. And and um, um, like I said, I, I did not see myself as pastor's wife material. I had a, I had a, even at that young age, I had a history of sin that I just thought God could never, mm-hmm. you know, use me. I was, I was tainted, mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, I saw pastor's wives as <laughs> being a cut above mm-hmm. uh, anyone. But anyway, I fell in love with a preacher, yeah. and so um, uh, the We're Lord. We're pretty irresistible. I know. <laughs> Right, yes. yes That's are. what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I, 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 I just said, Lord, you know, someone said, the Lord knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You, you, do, mm-hmm. you know, you follow him. Yep. And, and, uh, um, I, you know, I, I couldn't resist the Lord or Mark. Yeah. So, um, uh, we go, um, I knew what I was getting myself into and, um, uh, we went to, to the, on the mission field for a couple of years, came back. Uh, we attempted, we tried to stay on the mission field, but, but, uh, the Lord closed that door. And so we came back to Mississippi. And at that time I was pregnant with my first with Jennifer mm-hmm. and, uh, we started pastoring, mm-hmm. uh, in Calhoun County and we've been mm-hmm. at it, you know, pastoring ever since. Mm-hmm. So. So that, that call to be a pastor's wife is always, it seems connected to the call to marry. A pastor or exactly. someone who eventually will be surrendered into the exactly. ministry. Yeah. Do, do you do you? Is there a sense of a feeling that God affirmed 
your calling as a pastor's wife in addition to the calling to marry a pastor? Does that question make sense? No, it it makes sense, but I really never separated the yeah, two. Yeah. It never was. Um, I, of course, I'm, I was one of these that I knew what I was getting into mm-hmm. just by dating him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know there are a lot of women who married men who are not in the ministry, right. and all of a sudden God calls them, right. and, and the wife is... Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't sign <laughs> you know, up for this. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but inherit, I think, in the, in the marriage commitment, mm. in the covenant of marriage, yeah. um, because of my biblical view of, you know, the husband and the wife, right. I, you know, I, I just, I just feel like his call is my call. Yeah, yeah you know, his yeah. call, his call is my call. Yeah. Whether it be the mission field, North American right. Mission Board, or it be a, a local pastor, yeah, a local pastorate, and so um, I know that's not a popular view, probably mm-hmm. in a lot of you know circles, but uh, I believe that's the biblical, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that is the biblical view, and so um, it, it's been a struggle because I really, I really didn't see, I, I was going in blind because. Right. Like unlike my girls, right. they grew up, right? Yeah, seeing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, what it meant to live in a pastor's what, home. That's exactly right. What it meant to I had no clue. Right, I had no clue. Um, my exposure to Mark's family, my husband's uh, dad was a pastor. Mm-hmm. He grew up in a pastor's home, mm-hmm. and so um, I'm coming into to, to this life uh, blind, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know. And um, so I, I learned, and and it, I think it was kind of good that I didn't know, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's because right. yeah. I mean I, you know I didn't have any expectations. Well, yeah, what what yeah. am I supposed to do? Right, you know, yeah, I yeah. later learned that you're supposed to be able to play the piano, That's right. which That's I right. don't do, <laughs> which I don't do, and um, you're always going to be the WMU director. Yeah, but right. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Neither one of those. I wasn't huh? either. I, I was yeah, neither one yeah, of those. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, but it has been it has been a journey, and yeah. it's been a precious one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a heartbreaking one. Mm-hmm. Um. But, um, you know, my mantra, and if, if you ask anyone close to me, uh, I have m- my word that the, is faithfulness. God yeah. has just been faithful. He yeah. has been faithful, yeah. and he always has been. He always will be. Yeah. Mm. And one thing that has stood out just in me uh, observing you and Brother Mark is your commitment to the Word of God. Um, you know, just uh, watching you, uh, whether it's Christmas time or we're just visiting, uh, Miss Tammy's up early, and she's in the Word, and she's she's got her coffee, and she's got her Bible, and she's uh, even while she's been at our house this week, uh, which is pretty tough when uh, you know a little boy wakes you up at six in the morning to, to go ahead and be able to do those things, uh, and that kind of leads us into our, our dead man talking for this week, and mm-hmm. I don't want to let Miss Tammy to uh, to introduce our dead man talking to give us our dead man talking. Uh, this is a favorite quote of hers, and so I'll let you go ahead and yeah, my, uh, give it that. Yeah, my dead man talking quote is from Charles Spurgeon. He is he is uh, one of my favorites, and um, uh, uh, I. I just cannot live. I don't think any Christian can live or how you can even attempt to live without, um, being in God's word. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to make it mm-hmm. if you, if you do not know his word, if you do not, are not in his word. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I read a quote from Charles Spurgeon and I've always wanted to do a Christmas card with this quote because I think it would be so appropriate. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Charles Spurgeon said that the, the Holy Scriptures are the swaddling bands of the Lord Jesus. Mm. Unroll them and you find your Savior. Mm-hmm. 
and um, from Genesis to Revelation, yeah, yeah. you you find him. Yeah. You you you're in the Word. You will find the Lord Jesus yeah. uh, in every in every book in every page. Yeah. And uh, so. And it's there that you find comfort in the hard times, and, exactly. uh, and a reason to celebrate in the good times as well. Exactly. When we talk to my wife Faith and and Jordan That's about one of my favorite episodes, I like that. <laughs> it's the most popular. It is the most popular. Yeah. <laughs> about uh, about being a pastor's wife. Uh, yeah, Jordan, I think, talked about being, you know, the mama bear. Wasn't that what she called it? I think she mm-hmm. said a wifey bear. Wifey bear. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, because there are there are challenges in being mm-hmm. the pastor of a wife. The wife of a pastor. The pastor of the wife. There is challenges that, uh, there, too. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the wife of a pastor. And so um, you, you mentioned some of those times have been heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So just get to the meat and potatoes of that. What... What does that look like? And again, I know you're going to reflect back to that Spurgeon quote probably, but mm-hmm. how, how do you endure those difficult times in the midst of, of ministry as the wife, mm-hmm. as the supporter? The, my anchor has been that it is the Lord's church. Mm-hmm. It, it, is, it is His church. Yeah. And um, it is full of sinners, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me yeah, included, right. <laughs> me included. But and that is one of the things that has that I that we tried to to get our girls to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. when they saw you know hurtful things when they yeah. when they went through we went through some difficult times. It has been uh, we we have we told them that this is not whoever's church, right? Uh, yeah. This is the Lord Jesus's church, yeah. and it's yeah. His church, and. Um, because the church is made up of sinners, which you are one too, (laughs) and we are one, they're always going to be, they're always going to be difficulties and there's going to be conflict. Um, how you resolve that conflict, Hmm. um, is based upon how you view the Lord in his church. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they saw that go well and sometimes they didn't. Yeah. Um, but that has been my saving grace mm-hmm. is to know. And I love the church even still sure, and will sure, continue. Sure. You cannot tell me, I'm sorry, but you cannot tell me that you love the Lord Jesus and not love his church. Yeah, yeah. I, I have big questions for those <laughs> who tell me they love the Lord, but they don't attend a yeah, church. They're yeah. not. We need each other. We need mm-hmm, his body. Mm-hmm. We are a part of his body. Yeah. And and we need to be um, active yeah, yeah. Um, in that. Um, and so that has been my anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's that's our desire at the Imperfect Church Podcast is to is to is to go ahead and fess up that we are imperfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, our hope and our belief is that God is the one who washes us mm-hmm. and cleanses mm-hmm. us and perfects exactly. us. And so we never ever want to be people or a podcast or anything um, that that throws dirt at the church. Right. Uh, no. know, there's a lot of problems, mm-hmm. but uh, the church has an accuser. That's Satan. And that's not <laughs> exactly. us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, one of the things we wanted to do was just especially highlighting our heroes in the imperfect church. Um, what's been one of your greatest joys? Yeah, being being a church member, being a pastor's wife, growing up, um, and, and serving these last uh, almost forty years in the church. What has been? Now say that again. What, what has, has been, been one of your greatest joys? One of my greatest. One of my. I tell you what. One of my greatest joys in serving the church is watching people grow. Mm-hmm. Watching people get it. Mm-hmm. And and that's been me. I yeah. mean, I, you know, I'm not the same pastor's wife I was 30 sure. years yeah, ago. Sure. 
thank the Lord for God's patience <laughs> yeah. and for, for church members' patience, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, with me. I, I think back on some of the things that, that in, in my own teaching and in my own thing, and I think back on some of the things that I said and I did, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, did I really? Did, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, but that's, and that is the thing that we need to see as pastors, wives, pastors, I'm, you know, we have, we watch them grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we are praying and we are praying that they are growing mm-hmm. along. And we have to, as you know, Paul says, we have to be a little forbearing. Yeah. We forbear with one another. Mm. And those of us who are older in the faith, we, we extend grace to those who are yeah. not, yeah. you know, as far, as far mm-hmm. as long knowing that we were once mm-hmm. there um, and so, you know, one of my greatest joys has just been to see people grow in the Lord, yeah, yeah. to see to see that growth, mm-hmm. and um, um, you know, these these pastors who pastors, like you said, John, Mo- Southern Baptist Convention, made up mostly of churches two hundred right. and and less, mm-hmm. and um, just and I have three three precious son-in-laws mm-hmm, who are mm-hmm. who are doing that and just plugging along yeah. teaching teaching the word um um and and you know encouraging people to grow right. and and to believe god yeah yeah um and so i would say that mm-hmm. and yeah. and you know that joy comes through patient endurance exactly yeah. because you can't you didn't walk into the first church that you pa- that you pastored on the first day and see that healthy growth mm. that that took patient endurance, and sometimes it's even us removed yeah. from that church, right, yeah. looking back on it and thinking, mm-hmm. "Man, I can't believe how they're growing in their right. faith." Right, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's a a critical point for us as pastors to hear, and and our wives as well. Patient endurance, mm-hmm. patient endurance. Yeah. In the midst of trouble, maybe it may seem like it's impossible to move forward, mm-hmm. but we see we see fruit through patient endurance. Exactly. And I, I think that's you know the the, the I think what we see in the scriptures, uh, I know there's a lot of talk on the kingdom of God, but what we see consistently is that God is bringing his kingdom in slowly yeah. but surely, uh, one person at a time. We mm-hmm. see that God is changing hearts and his mm-hmm. kingdom is growing. Uh, and I see that in, in your life, and, and that's why I want to highlight this idea of heroes in the imperfect church, because I think um, the work that God did in Brother Mark's life mm-hmm. 50 years ago, he turned 60 yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, 50, what, five years ago, 50 Four years. I don't know when he was saved. Eleven. Uh, he 11, was eleven. 10, yeah. So fifty years <laughs> ago. Years Do old. the math. Um, the work that God did in His life, the work that God did in your life, mm-hmm. um, now benefits me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm a sap that has roots in history, and so mm-hmm. I look and I see um, you have nine grandchildren now. Uh, eight. You're I have welcome. Eight grandchildren. Eight. <laughs> Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm trying to tell you something. Uh, no. Oh, I hope not. Eight, not, not right now, Ryan. Eight grandchildren now. Yeah. And uh, the four oldest, or three oldest, um, have trusted Jesus. Is that right? right. Four. Four mm-hmm. oldest. Yeah, the right. four, four oldest, oldest have, have trusted Jesus. come to faith yeah. in Christ, yes. Um, and then just a few weeks ago, uh, my brother-in-law, Brandon, um, his wife, Jennifer, posted a video of their eight-year-old daughter singing, singing on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and that's a product of God's faithfulness, yeah, yeah. and it's a product of Brother Mark and Miss Tammy's obedience. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. to mention, I mean, you, you bring up the family connections, but not to mention the numbers 
Mm-hmm. Of of families yeah. that have been affected right. by the mm-hmm. faithful preaching and the ministry of a pastor's right. wife, you you honestly get to the point where you can't number them. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. the generations even from from a church thirty eight years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Who knows the oh, generations? Know. You right. know of that of that positive influence that you right. guys had on mm-hmm. their lives, and uh, it it's just is a it, it is an awe inspiring, amazing. Mm-hmm little part that we get to play mm-hmm. in, in what is a truly, a, it's just an amazing thing. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I, I appreciate you saying that, that John, because so, especially in the particular season that we're walking through right now with my mm-hmm. husband's illness and, and, um, um, it, you know, it just killed him to have yeah. to retire. It yeah. did. He yeah. had, his intention was he was going to preach <laughs> until Jesus called him mm-hmm. home. And yeah. that mm-hmm. was, that was what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he, he loves to preach. He's one yeah. of those that, um, uh, is fire in his bones. Sure. And, and so, um, it was very hard for him yeah. to, to have to, to give that up. And, you know, you, you go through those times when you, when you get, you know, bad news or you get, you know, your life changes mm. and you begin to wonder, have I really, you know, mm. made any, any difference right. or what? Mm-hmm. And one of the sweet things that has, has been, um, and one of the reasons I hang with Facebook, um, <laughs> a lot of times I want to throw my phone, but anyway, um, is that, that I'm able to connect with people from yeah. our past churches sure, sure. and, um, stay in touch with them. And it's been mm-hmm. real sweet to see, and you get messages from them, uh, you know, Brother Mark, he he is the one who led me to the yeah, Lord. You yeah, know, he yeah. he baptized me, and right. he that he had such an impact yeah. on on uh, on my life, and and you get those kind of messages, and I try to share those with him sure. as much as much as I can, mm-hmm. um, and some of them you just forget about. Right. You, know, yeah, you just yeah. you you know it's been so long. Yeah. You know, you forget, especially when you have such a massive preaching ministry as Brother Mark did. You know, there you go, preaching <laughs> to thousands and thousands. You know. Yeah, uh, but um, you. You know, um, the, the Lord. You know, we we throw the seed out there, sure. And the yeah. Lord, you know, the Lord yeah. brings, yeah. you know, the brings the harvest. And and I don't think any of us, even in in your ministry, John, and Ryan's, and yeah. my son in laws, and my husband's, and in all of our ministries, we're just not going to know until yeah. we get to yeah. heaven, sure, one day, sure. Um, what the impact, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's what you said, faithful endurance, endurance. Yeah. you know, you yeah. just, you just keep at it. You keep throwing the seed out yeah. there yeah. and you pray and, and, uh, God brings, yeah. God and every now and again, he may give you a glimmer, yeah. but, exactly. but the reward is not here, right? right. What does no. the scripture say? If a man was looking for a pat on the back, he gets it. Well, he's already received his reward. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for in us is a more eternal reward. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, that's good. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Brother Mark, and we just recently listened to a, uh, a episode, I think John listened to it as well, uh, it was really good, from Practical Shepherding, Yeah, um, uh, Jim Stavizio, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know, anyway, <laughs> um, he recently, uh, he, he did a podcast where he talked about, uh, he came under some health issues and has had to take mm-hmm. a sabbatical for six mm-hmm. months. And uh, the had a stroke, was right? It was some sort of... Uh, Bell's palsy, Bell's maybe, palsy, maybe. Yeah, Bell's yeah. palsy. Uh, and he talked about when God sets us aside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're, and we're reminded, um, you know, I, I've, I've said countless times, the Lord doesn't need us. He uses mm-hmm. us. He chooses yeah. to use us. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's the truth is that we're, we're here for God to use us however long he wants to use us and whatever capacity he wants to use us and knowing that our labors are not fruitless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was just reading, um, uh, yesterday morning, 
um, and Ryan knows. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Daily Light. I don't know if you it, mm-hmm. it's uh, Jonathan Bagster's and Anne Graham Lotz has put out an edition, and it's just it has a morning reading, it has an evening reading. Mm-hmm. I gave Ryan one. Well, if you come into my family, you're going to get one. <laughs> That's right. Well, there's only a chance for one more to come into the family, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, I was reading in Jude 24. Now, to him who is able to keep Mm. you from stumbling and to present you faultless before his presence Mm. in glory. And, you know, I always read that. um, I always read that with the the future in mind, with when we're finally in his presence. Yeah. But, you know, the Lord reminded me yesterday morning that has present, mm-hmm. present day, mm-hmm. present day um, effects. Yeah. You know, every day he's able to keep me from stumbling. Wow. Every yeah. day yeah. he is able yeah. to present me because, yeah. you know, you know how the enemy works. The enemy will work and keep, you know, bring up all manner of the accuser, <laughs> you know. Right. And I forget now where I was going with this, with what he said. But anyway, I figure that's okay. They that's do it all the time. Anyway. <laughs> that's right. If, if this podcast isn't about chasing rabbits, what are we here for? Uh, that's good. Oh no, no. no. no I was. I, was, I know. I'm, what was he? What did he say that made me jump know. in with that? I don't listen to John. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh no, but no, but I just meant we just in keeping with that enduring faithfulness yeah, that yeah. that keep that endurance you yeah, know yeah. um that god's able to keep us going he is, he's, he's he able is. to keep us yeah. he's able to keep us from from stumbling yeah. and and to keep going to keep mm-hmm. moving keep moving forward right and you know we talked about the, the heroes of the imperfect church and uh, and by no means do we mean that the lord is done with you and brother mark mm-hmm. uh, we already mm-hmm. see that the lord continues to work and continue you know yesterday mm-hmm. with his uh, 60th birthday we read birthday wishes and it was one of those things <laughs> you know we um heard from all these people on facebook and uh, you know, the Lord is still moving and working. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we just wanted to celebrate that. But, you know, as we finish up every podcast, you know, we mention uh, what you're reading. So, uh, Miss Tammy, are you reading anything right now? Well, uh, uh, yes, and kind of, sort of. Um, <laughs> I, I have started two books. I have started two books, and I started them back in the fall. Mm-hmm. And I got kind of sidetracked when... Um, you know, Mark got sick. Right. And so I had started Gay Girl, Good God by mm-hmm. Jackie Hill Perry mm-hmm. yeah. and had started um, The Storm Toss Family mm-hmm. by Russell Moore. Yeah. And uh, I haven't been able to really get back into those yeah. um, like I want to. But uh, because for the last two weeks, um, of course, we had Lottie Ruth That's right. was born. Mm-hmm. And we, we had a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did. <laughs> Lottie Ruth was born. Uh, we've been here with y'all this week. And then last week, Jessica, Jordan's sister, um, y'all had Jason on the podcast, mm-hmm. his wife. Mm-hmm. She came to visit last week, and she brought this book, and she said, Mama, you're going to love this mm-hmm. this book. And so because I've been with her, I've been reading her book. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love it, and I'm going to get me a copy. It's called Every Moment Holy mm-hmm. uh, by Douglas McKelvey, um, and it is liturgies for everything you can think Mm -hmm. of. Um, But because Jessica knows um, the, uh, and I hesitate to say this because this is going to sound boastful, but anyway, (laughs) um, because Jessica knows my feelings on prayer, let me put it that way, because Jessica knows how I feel about prayer. Um, 
she said, "Mom, you, you're gonna you're gonna love this." And she began. She she gave me the book, and uh, I have confiscated it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have confiscated it. But it is if you are needing, if you are not one um, that's, or if you are one. Let me say this because everybody struggles with prayer. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, anybody mm-hmm. that doesn't. Um, but if you're wanting something that just kind of puts to words some things that are on your heart, right? Um, this is this is it's great. I mean, that's it's good. called Every Moment Holy, and there there. There is a prayer, a liturgy, I mean, for everything. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. well, there's one for changing diapers. <laughs> you need yeah. that one, don't you? Yeah. Right? And, I have yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's just, be- it is beautiful because yeah. it, it refocuses your thoughts sure, on sure, just the, sure. on some of the, some of the things that you think is drudgery right, or things. Yeah. That the, but yeah, anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a real good book for sort of centering, centering your thoughts. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, good. as we wrap up, we do want to say one more time that we so appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're coming for that number one spot, right? So <laughs> Jordan's got it locked up. Faith's got it locked up. But Miss Tammy's That's right. coming. You can it, take so. it over. That's right. Um, oh, mate. You know, well, we, we, we really appreciate you being here with us. I feel honored that yeah. you ask. I and really I, And I would say if there's guys out there who say, hey, this guy or this lady is a hero of the imperfect church, yeah. you know, then let us know. Yeah. You know, we want to talk to those guys mm-hmm. who have served faithfully. And uh, certainly, Ryan and I don't know everyone. That's right. And uh, there's some guys that are out there still serving or they have served. Uh, shoot us a message. Let we, us know. Love, Let yeah, us know. Love to talk to them. Yep. So we appreciate y'all listening to us. Our next episode is going to be a fun one. It's going to be the Ask Away mm. uh, podcast. We've already got some great I gotta questions. i got to get my question in. For yeah, that. go ahead and get that question in. There uh, are some really bad ones, some too. There's some really funny ones. So we're excited. <laughs> uh, so if you have something, please send it in. Oh, I'm we'll still working on my favorite cuss word. Yeah, I ain't yeah that's that right. Yet. Uh, so we uh, we appreciate uh, all of our listeners and their, their wit and sense of humor. So, uh, But if you do like this podcast, we do encourage that you would uh, like, rate, and review us on iTunes, that you share us with a friend, and uh, we will see you next time. Until then, keep loving your imperfect church, and remember one day she will be perfected in glory.